Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those relationships that are the most important. The topic of today's podcast is how to identify and get rid of limiting beliefs. But before we get started, I have something for you. It is my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. Visit my website, tinaheisman.com to download it for free. I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. All right, now let's dive in and talk about how to get rid of limiting beliefs. So I'm doing this podcast just as much for me as for you today. I want to help demystify this whole limiting belief thing. I feel like some people make it more complicated than it really is. And my hope is to break it down simply and give you a practical tool that you can use whenever you need it. So let's start by talking about first what a belief is. A belief is a thought that you have had so often that you no longer question it. You just take it as truth. It kind of seeps into your subconscious and it's programmed in there. And that's actually how the brain works. It likes to be efficient. So once your brain thinks something enough times, it remembers and then it goes into autopilot mode. So take walking, for example. Once you learn how to walk as a child, you no longer think about it anymore. You just do it. Put one foot in front of the other. It's totally in your subconscious. And like breathing, we don't think about that either, right? And I point this out so that you can see how powerful our subconscious is. It is literally keeping us alive. So The thing about our brain is that it thinks that all of our thoughts are super important and vital for our survival. Well, the truth is some are and some aren't. So as we have this conversation about limiting beliefs, I want you to know that if you're having beliefs that are limiting you, there's nothing that's gone wrong in that brain of yours. This is natural. And it is what we call putting thoughts on autopilot. It's just the way our brains work. When the trouble comes in is when we have beliefs that are causing negative results in our lives. They're kind of sneaky because we don't always realize it's happening. And it's happening because our beliefs create our feelings. This is, I'm going to go slow with this because it's, it's kind of a lot to take in. And once our beliefs create our feelings, then our feelings create the actions that we do or do not take. And those actions create the results that we have in our lives. So to really simplify it, positive beliefs cause you positive feelings, and then you take positive actions and you get positive results. But negative beliefs or limiting beliefs cause negative feelings and cause you to take actions that would be perceived as negative, which will get you negative results. So 
nothing positive is going to come from a negative belief. And so if we want to change any negative results that we have in our life, we have to handle the negative beliefs. That's the root of it. And so it's, it's pretty important, really. What are some examples of limiting beliefs? Well, my clients come to me with some pretty big but really common negative beliefs. Things like, I am not good enough. I am not likable. I am not capable. Life is hard. Marriage is hard. Being a mom is hard. All these are all negative thoughts, right? And what happens is you believe it, you think it so much that you believe it. Like you just take it as fact. And so the sneaky part about this is we don't realize when that happens. Like we we think the thought a few times, say we become a new mom and it's way more hard than we thought. We just keep thinking, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at this. And we're building that belief by keep continuing to think that thought. Isn't that kind of crazy? And so they're sneaky and we just start to take something as truth and we don't even realize it. So this is really powerful because it's helping us to be more aware of our thinking. It's so important. And how we do that, how we identify what our negative beliefs might be, if we can just simply start by looking at any results that we're getting in our life that are negative, that we don't want. That's a cue that we're thinking negative thoughts about it. So let's get really practical. You guys know me. Let's look at a couple of examples. Let's say that you believe you are a good mom, right? And you think that I'm a good mom. And you are, by the way, just in case you're wondering. Believing you are a good mom is so important because it is going to sustain you even on the most difficult days of being a mom. If you think you're a good mom, when things get hard, you will still think you're a good mom. And you're going to have thoughts like, I can do this, or I can figure this out, or this too shall pass, right? Like things that are encouraging to you, things that help you feel confident, things that will give you hope to keep going, right? And when you feel this confidence, you can stay calm in a tense moment, right? You can just stay calm because you know that everything is going to be okay and that you are a good mom and you believe in yourself and you will figure this out. And so the result then, when you can stay calm, that allows your brain to get creative and come up with solutions. That's the action that you take. And then the result is that you are acting like the great mother that you want to be. That's what we want. So often in our lives, we have a gap between the woman that we think we are and the woman that we want to be. And here's what I want to tell you. You are already the woman you want to be, but if you don't find yourself acting like her, it's only your thoughts that are in the way. That's it. That's it because you are already an amazing mother and woman. Let's take a look at when we're thinking negatively about ourselves. So if you believe you're not a good enough mom, you are already losing this battle because now when you think you believe you're not a good enough mom, you have thoughts like, I am not good enough. I am not cut out for this. I am failing at this. I am going to screw up my kids. These thoughts will cause you to feel sadness or despair or frustration. 
And when you're feeling or scared even, right? Like you're scared that you're going to screw up your kids or that you're totally doing this wrong. And when you feel this way, I think you're going to track with me on this. You might have low patience with your children or be on edge, right? And that, because then when we're on edge and we're impatient and, you know, then, then we're not solving the problems in a good, healthy way, right? We're not able to have our brain at its full capacity because it's probably going into fight or flight, right? So then maybe you, you lash out at your child. And now that you have lashed out at your child, you are proving to yourself that you are not the mother that you wish you were or that you want to be. And I want to reiterate what I said earlier. You are the mother you want to be. The only thing keeping you from behaving like her are the thoughts that you're thinking that you're not good enough. So that's what we need to change. We need to question all of our negative thoughts and beliefs. Because let me ask you this question. What is the upside of thinking that you're not a good mom? How does that thought serve you in your life? It doesn't. There are no benefits to thinking that you're not a good mom. Zero, zilch, nada. So we have to work on changing those thoughts. Another big topic where people get stuck up in their feelings is thinking marriage is hard. I get that one a lot. So if you believe marriage is hard, then you're going to have negative feelings like disappointment and frustration. You might even let every little thing get on your nerves. Here's the truth. When you believe marriage is hard, you are going to be subconsciously looking for evidence that marriage is hard. And here's what I can promise you. Whatever you are looking for evidence of is what you're going to find. So now you're finding all of these negative little nitpicky things and it puts strain on your marriage and it makes it hard. So ask yourself, how does believing marriage is hard help me? It doesn't. It just perpetuates the belief that marriage is hard and it creates hardness in your marriage. What if you were to think something like, marriage is easy? You probably think I could not think that just yet, but just play with me for a minute here. Let's just go all the way over there. Marriage is easy. I can even feel lighter when I say it. That thought will produce feelings of hope in you. And that hope will keep you more upbeat and it will have you looking for how marriage is easy. And that's going to allow you to react more positively towards your spouse and have more patience when you're working through your challenges. And this is going to be so much more peaceful and fun than forcing, trying to force something in your marriage by believing that marriage is hard, right? There's just no upside to believing marriage is hard. So those are just two kind of bigger examples, general examples that I want to give you. And I'm sure you have very specific examples in your life, which I'm happy to help you with. And so what I want to do is teach you, though, how you can work on it on your own. I'm going to give you three steps that you can take to work on eliminating limiting beliefs. So the first step is to find the negative thought that is causing the negative results. So the way to do this is with what I call a thought download. So it's just where you write down all of your thoughts about the area of your life that you're having trouble in. So if you're, if you are struggling in your marriage, you would just write down all of your thoughts about it, like all of your negative thoughts about it. 
And then pick the thought that's causing you the most pain or the most frustration out of them all. Just That might be hard to narrow them down, but just pick one to practice with, right? So for example, after writing down a few of your negative marriage thoughts, perhaps you're, you do realize that you have a thought that marriage is hard and that is really frustrating to you. So now that we have that thought, we're going to move on to the second step. And that is to think about how that thought is limiting you. What are the problems that that thought is creating? And this takes some work. Um, working with a coach would be would be great. It would make this easier. But just think about, if you could think about when you believe that marriage is hard, maybe you tend to give up and not try to peacefully resolve conflicts. Like you just accept that this is hard and you don't put effort into your relationship that could help it. Or maybe you don't stand up for what you think and feel and believe in your marriage and you just cave in and stuff your feelings. You just don't even try. And then this is probably causing you to grow further and further away from your spouse, right? It's hardening your marriage. Think about that. So these are negative results, right? So from that, we can see it's not benefiting us to think marriage is hard. So step three is to decide what do you want to believe instead? Maybe you would love to believe that marriage is easy, but I can hear you grumbling. I can hear your skepticism. You're thinking, how on earth do I go from thinking marriage is hard to thinking marriage is easy? Never fear, my friend. I always have your back. I have a secret for you, and that is a bridge thought. Because sometimes it is too big of a stretch to go from marriage is hard all the way to marriage is easy. We want to pick a thought that you can believe about marriage that gives you that hope and desire and drive to keep working at it. So what about something like this? Marriage can sometimes be hard and that's okay. It's like kind of acceptance, right? Like marriage is sometimes hard and that's okay. I'm just in a hard spot right now. So you can see how that thought brings more peace and acceptance than negativity, right? Another thought that you can think is, marriage is an adventure. (laughs) It surely is, isn't it, right? That's kind of like a, I don't know if tongue-in-cheek is the right word to say, but, you know, it's just kind of like a, a way to lighten it up a little bit and, you know, not take it so seriously, not to not take marriage so seriously, but sometimes our thoughts about things can be can be too serious or what about a thought like marriage is full of ups and downs that's true right and you know that's true because you've definitely experienced that in your marriage so that thought might help you to know that if you're in a down that there's hope that the up is going to be coming back around the corner right so those are just a few examples and so in wrapping this up i want you to know that changing limiting beliefs takes time It takes practice. It took you time to develop that negative thought pattern. And now you can intentionally work on building a more positive belief pattern. Just keep practicing your new thoughts and eventually they will be habit and you won't even have to think about them anymore. I advise my clients to write the new thought that they would like to believe on a three by five note card and carry it with them. You can read it, I would recommend three times a day, just breakfast, lunch, and dinner, something like that. That way, 
you're going to be reprogramming your subconscious mind. You know, how often do you start the day off with like the best of intentions and then just everything goes to hell in a handcart throughout the day? We want to be intentional. And so we want to be practicing this thought. So you could you could do the three by five note card or you could put a reminder, like an alarm on your phone or on your lock screen of your phone, sticky note on your fridge, whatever you need to do to remind you to think the thought you want to think. And it really... It really is about our brain and reprogramming our brain, and it does take effort. I don't know if you've heard me say this before, but our brain offers us something like 60,000 thoughts a day, 60,000 thoughts a day, and 80% of those are negative. That's what the scientists say anyway. So I just tell you that so you know, like, there's nothing wrong with your brain. That's just the way the brain works. And if you want to think more positively, it is going to take some effort. So... That's the practical information I have for you today. I do have one last thought to offer you that I think is pretty important. And so if this resonates with you, take it. If not, don't worry. Think about this. Limiting beliefs are negative prayers. Every thought that you think is a prayer, right? Like every thought we think is a prayer. It's every thought is going up to God. Matthew 21, 22 says, if you believe you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. So girlfriends, if every thought you think is a prayer, why are you sending up negative prayers? Let's stop this, right? Like that's, that's just craziness. And God knows our hearts. He knows that we don't want marriage to be hard. But we, we need to work on thinking positively about what we do want. And I know that this is easier said than done. So if you would like some help sorting out your limiting beliefs, reach out to me, to me for a complimentary call and I would love to guide you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in this week and I'll talk to you again soon.